Hello. By the end of this podcast, you will be able to tell an embarrassing story that ends with the line, I was so embarrassed, I just wanted the world to open and swallow me. Good morning, humans of the planet. My name's Ronan, and this is the Little Seal English Podcast. By the end of this podcast, you will also be able to use embarrass as a verb. Use the noun embarrassment. Use adjectives embarrassing and embarrassed. And of course, you're obviously going to learn some idioms related to embarrassment. The inspiration for this podcast was easy. My name is Ronan and I've had a lot of embarrassing moments in my life. Today, I'm going to tell you about one of those embarrassing moments. Are you ready? Let's just get to it. Okay, so this happened about 10 years ago, and I can still remember it. It's quite vivid in my memory, actually. One of the last great embarrassing moments of my life. Uh, So 10 years ago, I was living in Malta, in the Mediterranean Sea. Beautiful place. And I was living in, uh, I was studying abroad there, so uh, Erasmus program, and I was living in the student accommodation. And it was only international people there who lived in this area. And we had a swimming pool in the middle, and there was people, students, from all over Europe, a few from Asia, and quite a few Americans and some Canadians too. And everyone was living in this one compound, and it was a fucking party. It was a booze fest, absolute booze fest. And so the Americans had gotten it into their heads that this would be a good time to throw a prom. P-R-O-M. It's this big American thing that they do at the end of uh, high school where everyone dresses up and pretends to be adults and go to dinner and stuff. We have it in Ireland. We call it the Debs or the Grad. Um, So it's kind of like a rite of passage or something. But uh, prom is what they call it. And they decided to organize it. And the idea is that you ask someone to the prom. And at the time, I was dating this chick from the US. And I was like, oh, I'm going to ask her to the prom. But someone convinced me, some dickhead convinced me to do a spectacle of some sort. You know, to do something like a gesture, as they call it. To ask her out in public. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll do that. That's a good idea terrible idea when I look back on it anyways um the prom's approaching I haven't asked her yet we're dating so she knows I'm gonna ask her so stupid when I think back on it but it is what it is and um there's a Thursday night and everyone's getting ready to go to town and get fucked up in nightclubs which is every Thursday and a hell of a lot of fun and so everyone will be pre-drinking down by the swimming pool to pre-drink is when you drink a lot of alcohol before going to the nightclubs i don't know if you do it in most cultures but we definitely did it in malta and it's a big thing in ireland the pre-drinking is usually more fun than the bar or nightclub itself because it's usually at someone's house so you in this case we're all standing around the swimming pool there's loud music some people are playing beer pong there is a cultural thing so look it up folks beer pong it's a game some people are playing flip cup so there's beer pong there's flip cup there's a load of live, loud music being played and just alcohol and shots everywhere. Like a proper bloody party 
all the time. Anyways, I had written out this kind of like speech poem kind of thing. And my idea was to ask this chick out to prom by reading it in front of everyone. Because it's a funny one too. It wasn't just all romantic, sappy bullshit. It was actually funny. Because you know I'm a funny motherfucker. And um, I get everyone's attention. I'm like, oh fuck, I need to stand up on a chair so they can see me. So I grab a chair. I put it out. The music is cut. All eyes on me. And I stand up on a chair with the piece of paper in front of me. And I'm about to start talking. (laughs) Oh my god. I can feel my heart beating because I'm thinking about it. I'm about to start talking. And this motherfucker comes up behind me and jocks me. In front of everybody. To jock a person is to pull their pants down. And he jocked me in front of everybody. And everything was on display for those people. So I had gotten everyone's attention. The music was cut. Everyone was looking at me. I stood up on a fucking chair. And then all of a sudden, this guy comes up behind me. (laughs) You know who you are. And pulls my pants down. And I show my bits to everyone in the university. Oh boy. It was quite an embarrassing moment. I went red. I'm going red, thinking about it now. And at that moment, I really, really just wanted the world to open and swallow me whole. (sighs) I can relax now because I just told you. One of the most embarrassing moments of my life. Yes. So. That is my embarrassing story. When I showed my bits to. Well over a hundred people. After getting their attention. Standing on a chair. Um, For the record I. Got off the chair and ran away. And eventually came back and gave the speech again doing the exact same thing but this time i made sure there was no one behind me because i went up to the wall and did it so as one of my norwegian friends said at least you learned from your mistake ronan and uh yeah that is life (sighs) i still think about it that's just one of many embarrassing stories i have and i think it's a good skill to have to be able to tell an embarrassing story about yourself And that's why I am here today, folks, to help you tell a story about embarrassing yourself. So, the format right now for the rest of this podcast. uh, First, we will talk a little bit about the structure to telling a story, to telling an embarrassing story in particular. Then we will talk about embarrass as a verb embarrassment the noun we'll talk about the adjectives embarrassing and embarrassed so ing and ed adjectives and then towards the end we'll finish off with some idioms or some expressions related to embarrassment (sighs) wow i feel good after telling that story but i definitely need a drink all right let's continue So when you're telling an embarrassing story, or even just a story in general, here's a few things that you should do. Number one is to set the scene. Listen back to my story. When and where was it? How did I describe the time or the location? We need details 
so the listener can picture what we are describing. We need to let, let we need to let the listener know the context of the story. So number one, set the scene. Number two, grammar. Yes, grammar can be quite important when telling the story. For a lot of that story, I switched between past and present. We use a combination of the past and present tense to sound more engaging. Listen to these three examples. A. Everyone was having a great time. I walked up to stand on the chair. I rose up in front of everyone. I was about to talk and... B. Everyone is having a great time. I walk up to stand in the chair. I rise up in front of everyone. I'm about to talk and... C. Everyone was having a great time. I walked up to the chair. I rose up to... I rose up in front of everyone. I'm about to talk and... All three of those examples are perfect. You can use present, you can use past, or you can use a combination of the two of them. Don't be afraid to mix it up. And number three, describe how you felt vividly. That's where the idiom comes in. We want people to understand that what you are feeling is something that they have also experienced themselves. We want people to feel the embarrassment. And in that story, I used a combination of phrasal verbs, adjectives, idioms to convey my feelings to people. Listen back to it. What idioms or adjectives were used? All right, folks. Overall, number one, set the scene. Number two, the grammar. Don't be afraid to use a variety. And number three, describe how you felt vividly. So that is, there are some tips for telling an embarrassing story. Go back, listen to my one there. Listen to the beginning, the middle, and the punchline at the end. Can you create a similar story? We all have embarrassing moments, don't be afraid. But anyways, now we are going to move on to the learning part of this podcast. Grab a pen and paper. All right, let's talk about embarrassment, the noun. So when we use it as a noun, there's quite a few different collocations. For example, a great embarrassment. So to my great embarrassment, my dad started dancing and singing. I could say that he caused great embarrassment by dancing and singing. So I'm going to read a couple of uh, example sentences with embarrassment, nine in total. And uh, your job is to just write down the collocations. So what words are connected to embarrassment? And number one, we've already done, but I'll read it again. Number one, to my great embarrassment, my dad started dancing and singing. Number two, I saw a man get denied with a public proposal. I could feel the embarrassment. Three, this scandal could cause severe embarrassment to the country. Four, his actions were of considerable embarrassment to the company. Five, 
We need to get rid of him before he causes further embarrassment and damage to this company. 6. The president is considered an embarrassment in his hometown. 7. At first, he was revered as a hero. However, as time went on, he became a national embarrassment. 8. In an attempt to avoid embarrassment, I ran away. It didn't help because I tripped over my own shoelace. And number 9. She tried to hide her embarrassment by laughing at the situation. So they were numbers 1 to 9, and I'm hoping you got some collocations. You should probably go back and listen again if you did not get the collocations, because I'm about to... Excuse me. I'm about to list them off right now. Number 1 was great embarrassment. Number 2... Feel the embarrassment. Three, severe embarrassment. Four, considerable embarrassment. Five, to cause further embarrassment. Embarrassment. Six, considered an embarrassment. Seven, become a national embarrassment. Eight, avoid embarrassment. And nine, hide embarrassment. So listen back to those examples and listen out for the collocations. But are you able to think of a national embarrassment from your company? You know, someone who are from your country, not company. I'm, I'm still a little bit sick, so there might be a few mistakes today. There's always mistakes. That's how we learn. Anyways, can you think of a national embarrassment from your country? You know, is there anyone from your country who you're not proud of, but who's known on a global scale. Think about someone famous who is from your country, but you kind of wish, oh, I wish people would not associate that person with my country. That is a national embarrassment as a person. Or you could also think about a government plan that goes terribly wrong, and we could say that plan was a national embarrassment. I don't know how they did it. Perhaps people in the United States think the January 6th, I think it is, the riots, were a national embarrassment to their country. So can you think of anything or anyone that is a national embarrassment from where you're from? I'd love to know if you can leave comments Do Now, one of them, which is my favorite, was number two, which was to feel embarrassment. Alright, I'll read out number two again. I saw a man get denied with a public proposal. I could feel the embarrassment. That, to me, is one of the worst ways a person can propose. You know, a proposal is when one person asks another person to marry them to spend their life together. And sometimes people want to do it in public. Mostly, I think, people do it in private, which is probably better. But if you do it in public, and the person doesn't say yes, well, you're just left there on your knee, or you're just left standing there. And at that stage, other people are probably going to be looking. 
Because I've seen it before. I've never seen someone get denied in public. I've seen videos. But I've seen, like, situations where someone might be in a mall or at a restaurant or something. And they propose right there. But can you imagine the person said no? And can you imagine you were the one asking and you were there on one knee and you look around and there's a load of strangers looking at you with camera phones and every camera phones, my God, I'm old, with smartphones. <laughs> there's an old term, folks, just on a side note, camera phones. I can remember when cameras first came onto phones and it was absolutely amazing. And then some kid in school would have like the very first camera phone. So that's where I came from with that. Nowadays, they're just called smartphones. I'm old. Um, but yeah, can you imagine that you are proposing in public? They say no. You look around. Everyone's recording videos or streaming live or something. That's embarrassing. Now imagine you're in the crowd watching that person. You can feel the embarrassment. It makes you uncomfortable. It makes you squirm a little bit. And you kind of, you can't watch because it is such an embarrassing situation. You can feel it. Can you think of a time when you saw something? It didn't happen to you, but you saw it. And you were able to feel the embarrassment. I hate it. There's, sometimes you might be watching TV. A TV show or a movie. And there's a very embarrassing scene. And you're cringing at it. You can't watch it so embarrassing. That's when you can feel the embarrassment. Oh God, even thinking about it gives me anxiety. <laughs> so that is a little bit about the noun embarrassment. Don't forget to listen back to the nine different examples and nine different collocations with embarrassment. All right, what shall we talk about next? All right, we're going to talk about embarrassing and embarrassed the adjectives and you know first and foremost e-d-i-n-g adjectives if something is embarrassing it causes embarrassment for a person or if you are embarrassed you feel ashamed nervous or uncomfortable so e-d and i-n-g i-n-g creates the feeling e-d is the feeling so here's some examples with embarrassing High school was an embarrassing time for me. Think back to your high school days, folks. Did you do anything embarrassing? When you look back on yourself, are you a cool kid or are you one of the losers? I was definitely not one of the cool kids. Definitely one of the losers. Had long hair. <laughs> oh my God, just thinking back to it. Definitely quite an embarrassing time for me. Uh, the next one. It was quite an embarrassing moment or time in my life. That was an embarrassing time for me. Here's a good one. It was so embarrassing, I felt so bad for her. That's a good chunk. To feel bad for a person. It's kind of like one that would always go with, it was so embarrassing, I felt so bad for her. You could also say, talk about an embarrassing situation. Or, here's one that I'm sure we can all relate to. You know when you meet a person for maybe the second or third time or fifth time if you're me and you still don't remember their name? Ooh, that is embarrassing. It was so embarrassing I couldn't remember his name despite the fact that we had met ten times before. Now that's embarrassing. 
What do you do in that situation? You try to get someone else to introduce themselves. You listen intently to other people talking. And hopefully someone will drop their name. Or you... Straight up be honest with them and say, This is embarrassing. What's your name again, please? Something like that. Now, when we use the adjective embarrassed, it's, uh, as I said, how you feel. You know, when you feel uncomfortable, when you feel nervous, or when you worry about what people are thinking of you. I always get embarrassed when people ask me to sing. He looked embarrassed when he realized he made a mistake. I was too embarrassed to admit it. I felt embarrassed about how untidy the house was. I had no idea my mother-in-law was calling over. I felt embarrassed about how. How untidy the house was. How dirty my car was. How unprepared I was. How plus adjective, I'm guessing? I felt embarrassed about how much I spent on my new phone plan. I didn't want to tell people about it. So a few good chunks of English in that little segment about embarrassing and embarrassed. But now we're going to move on to my favourite part. The best part. The idioms part. And God do I love telling idioms, if you haven't noticed. So, the first one is the one that you should finish telling a story with. And that is to want the world to swallow you whole, or to want the world to swallow you up. Think about a time when you were incredibly embarrassed, like beyond belief embarrassed. And you wanted to be somewhere else. But you couldn't. You couldn't just get up and go. It's not so simple. Maybe you're in a public place. Maybe you're in a classroom in school. Maybe you are in a big room with people and you're nowhere near a door and you cannot escape this situation and you just did something very embarrassing. I don't know what it was. You're going to have to think about that yourself. But if you're in that situation, the one thing you might want is for the world to swallow you whole. Can you imagine you're there and suddenly the earth beneath your feet just opens up and you fall in? That is better than being where you are. That is better than standing there and listen to everybody laugh at you. That is better than standing on a chair and showing your bits to every single person you know at the time in the area. I would have rather to just had a hole to just fall into and disappear. So if you want the world to swallow you, to swallow you up or to swallow you whole, you're just letting the person know anywhere but here would have been better. Anywhere but there would have been a better situation. So if there's a time when you're standing there and you're mortified, you're embarrassed beyond belief, you could say, I just wanted the world to swallow me whole. I just wanted the world to swallow me up. Think about Ronan telling you that story at the start. That was bloody embarrassing. I really wanted the world to swallow me up. So, are you able to think of a time when you did something embarrassing and you wanted the world to swallow you up? 
that is the challenge. The next idiom is to have an egg on your face. I'll be honest, I have never used this in my life. I have heard people say it. Uh, for me, it's not too familiar, but it is one that we should probably talk about a little bit. Because, you know, part of learning a language is not just knowing how to use the words, but just understand them when they're spoken. So even if you don't say it, as long as you are aware to what it means. And if someone has an egg on their face, they are embarrassed. You know, you look foolish, you look stupid, you find yourself in an awkward situation due to your own actions. So people can have an egg on their face. Organizations can have an egg on their face. Governments can have an egg on their face. A singer can have an egg on their face if they forget all the lines or if they, they make a stupid mistake and it's their own fault. That's when you can have an egg on your face. So now you know. The other one is to go red. Yes, to go red. When you're really embarrassed, if you're anything like me, you go red. You know, your face gets completely red and it's horrible. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. So if you go red, you are embarrassed. I went red. My face was going red. Oh, look at him. He's going red. Oh, there's red face Ronan. I hate that. So, three different idioms. Number one, to want the world to swallow you up or to swallow you whole. Number two, to have an egg on your face. And number three, to go red. So, folks, your job is to tell a story, an embarrassing story, we're using the words you've learned in this, using the structure we revised at the start. And your job is to tell a story where the very last line is, I was so embarrassed. I just wanted the world to swallow me. I just wanted the world to swallow me up. Something like that. <laughs> so that is your task, folks. To tell an embarrassing story. I wish you the best of luck. And that, ladies and gentlemen and people, is a wrap. The aim of this podcast was to teach you all about embarrassment. To embarrass, embarrass and embarrassing. My name's Ronan. This is the Little Seal English Podcast. Check out my social media channels. Instagram, Telegram, TikTok, YouTube, all the channels. And please share this podcast with someone. Transcripts are almost available. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash little seal. That is where you will find all the information. Please do connect with me. Telegram is the easiest way to get a hold of me. But thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. And please, if you can, find a way to share your embarrassing story. I'd love to hear it. Take care, folks.